you can work on your outside appearance till you're blue in the face. But I asked him, I said, what does your heart look like? What's the inside look mm. like? And are you taking care of, of that temple or your body or are you not? You're listening to the Maximum Enthusiasm Podcast, the exploration of a life fully optimized with Megan Hoppen. Hey, you guys, welcome back. It's a Monday. I hope this recording finds you well. Mondays can be tough. I just came back from a weekend in Nebraska. It was a whirlwind weekend. I recorded five podcasts had dinner with some close friends, got to reconnect with a bunch of folks from my home state, the place that got me started in cycling many years ago. And in the middle of all that, I raced 150 miles on my single speed gravel bike out in the countryside of Lincoln, Nebraska amidst cornfields. And so um, there was an eight hour drive that bookended the trip on the front and the back end by myself. I listened to a bunch of ritual podcasts, really just spent some time in my head. It was great, but no question, Mondays are tough, and I am feeling fantastic after a really full weekend, but I'm just in a super chill headspace, and I, um, yeah, I just, I'm excited for the week ahead. I think there's some cool things that are coming up. I've, we've already had 193 listeners of this podcast. It's been up for a week. We are now live on iTunes, as well as Google Play and SoundCloud, so I'm really excited about the direction that this is going. And I just want to say, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, whatever you're doing right now, take a nice deep breath in and, man, just feel some, feel some gratitude, feel some grace. Let's, let's buckle in for the next 30 minutes and see if we can't add some value to your commute or to your day. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by Mode Sports Nutrition. This is the product that got me through the Dirty Kanza and most recently Gravel Worlds. I can't say enough about these products. The website is myfitmode.com. They are offering a discount to listeners of 20% off if you use the code HOTMAN, H-O-T-T-M-A-N, at checkout. These products are amazing. The reason I like them is because I'm on this um, you know, vegan, gluten-free kick right now. I'm trying to stay away from dairy, trying to away from stay away from gluten, and my stomach is definitely telling me that those are the right things for me to be doing. I felt awesome on Saturday for those 11 hours out on my bike. Let me tell you specifically about two products that I'm using and I believe in from Mode. Um, one is this little drink. They're these little mango shots. They call them re-energizer shots. There is something magic about these little bottles of orange um, magic juice. They have, um, they're, they're flavored like mango, like I said, but they've got curcumin in them. Um, all natural power extracts, non-GMO, no sugar spikes. But the biggest thing is that these are like my leg cramp savers. I have not had a muscle cramp since I started using these products at the beginning of the year. And that includes three really big gravel rides. And they're small enough, you can put a couple of those bottles in your back pocket, and I try to take them about every 50 miles. I just feel amazing. I can't really say enough about these. So those are pure magic. Uh, the other product that I've been using on the bike and during races specifically are these um, raw energy blocks. 
They come in three different flavors, blueberry and coconut, mango and apricot, and chocolate and walnut. I don't have a favorite because I love them all. They are perfectly sized and really easy to open up in this little package, and they're easy to reseal too. They don't melt, so they don't get all messy. They're a flavor that tastes good to me even when I've been on the bike for many, many, many hours. They're made with all natural ingredients, things that you can actually pronounce. Uh, blueberries, almonds, cranberries, coconut, sea salt, agave, ginseng, and um, one other energy extract. So honestly, just like a handful of ingredients of things that you would actually recognize. And those are amazing. And those sit really, really well in my stomach during races. So those are the two products that I really can speak very, very highly of. I've also been using some of their hydration mix. Um, they are based and made in California. And again, the website is myfitmode.com and use that discount Hotman, H-O-T-T-M-A-N at checkout to save 20%. Now their products do have to be refrigerated. So it is going to come to you in a refrigerated package. So that does add a little bit to the shipping cost, but you get it right away and it's cold. So make sure you use the code HOTMAN to save yourself some money at checkout. All right. The episode you're about to listen to was filmed while I was visiting my family in Omaha after Gravel Worlds. And I had spent the day with my aunt and uncle and my grandmother as well as my cousin Tiffany. And I've known Tiffany since she was born because I used to babysit she and her two older sisters and um, she's 24 and she is just a gift and you're going to hear about the way that she listens and she's going to tell you that journaling is part of her secret um, and I think really her secret weapon but she is just so aware and tuned into what's going on around her she is listening to those nudges she's going to share a little bit of her faith with you and she's also just going to tell you about some cool stories um, where she listened and there were some really neat outcomes. So I hope that this podcast impacts you in a way that maybe you'll give yourself some quiet time and some of that unscheduled time to see what nudges come your way. We definitely have to be quiet and we have to not be in movement to hear them. And you can you can call them, you know, God nudges. You can say that they're coming from the universe. You could even just say that they're part of your soul purpose and part of your your life mission. And um, the bottom line is that you have to be quiet and you have to be sitting still most of the time, at least when we're starting and we're practicing to hear them before we can expect to hear them over the cacophony of, of sound and noise that is a normal chaotic life. So anyway, I will let Tiffany tell her stories and I hope that they bless you and impact you the way that they did me. Here we go. Welcome back, listeners. Today, my guest is Tiffany Hotman, my amazing 24-year-old cousin. I, This woman is just a bright, shining star on this planet Earth, and she is such a gift to anyone that encounters her and listens to her and engages with her. And I've had the most amazing time with her already today and hearing the way that she is pursuing her life of maximum enthusiasm. And so the purpose of the podcast today is for us to just discuss some of the ways that Tiffany is feeling called in her life and the ways, more importantly, that she is listening to those calls. And so Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Megan. What an intro. That was awesome. I am so glad to be here and I'm so excited to share with you guys today just tidbits of wisdom. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you share what you are going to share with our listeners. Um, earlier today, Tiffany was telling me about a trip that she took 
up around basically Wisconsin area. Um, five other trips fell through. Either the yeah. people or the plans didn't work out. And doggone it, you went on a trip on your own and you just <laughs> basically went with it. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about the stories that I'm going to ask you to tell again are just when the the cards seem down and the going seem tough, when you're at your wit's end, you kept a positive attitude for one mm. thing. You really relied and trusted in your faith. And things always worked out for the best. That's the theme I keep hearing from you over and over and over is that you are so present and you're listening. And mm. then you answer the call and things have worked out really, really well. So yeah. talk me through that experience that you shared earlier where you find yourself at a super eight hotel and a guy says, Hey, you've got to go check out this place. And it wasn't even on your radar in your plans. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was a great lead in. So basically the theme of the story I'm going to share is basically everything going wrong, God's provision through it all and how it turned out to be exactly where I needed to be. So leading up to this trip, I was incredibly sick. I had just gotten back from Guatemala. I contracted a stomach bug. I got over that and then it turned respiratory. And so I decided to go on this trip anyway, though. And progressively throughout the week, I got really, really, really sick and worn out. Um, but this is all going to work into what I'm about to tell you. And it's incredible. So I'm driving. I'm going through Milwaukee. I decide to leave early. And I get into this tiny town in Wisconsin called Sturgeon Bay. And I checked into a hotel room, pretty much the cheapest one I could find, went to a Super 8 motel, and they had a hot tub. And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling sick. I'm going to go sit in the hot tub. So I go in the hot tub, and I meet this really nice guy. And he starts telling me all the beautiful gems of Wisconsin that I had no idea and trust me, if you ever get a chance to go check out Wisconsin, you should definitely go. And so I'm in this hotel, I'm in this hot tub, and he said, have you ever gone to the Door County Peninsula? And I go, the what peninsula? What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, you have got to check it out. It's a scenic byway of Wisconsin. There's all these, you know, they're known for cherries, everything like that. And I'm like, okay, but I have a ferry ticket to drive my car from Manitowoc, Wisconsin, over to Ludington, Michigan. And I'm like, you know, there's just no way, but I'll try to see if I can switch my ferry ticket around. So anyway, I get up really, really early, crack of dawn, like five, six o'clock, and I decide to drive this peninsula. So I go clear up to the top. I was able to switch around my ferry ticket. And I was still really sick at this time, but I wanted to go to Washington Island because this guy suggested it and bike around. Well, a 16 mile bike ride turned into a 20 mile bike ride, really sore, really tired and really hungry. And so... I was going to stay the next night in Sturgeon Bay as well, and I didn't make it back down. And I end up in this tiny little town called Bailey's Harbor, Wisconsin. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I go into this restaurant, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go check out a different restaurant. Something about that place didn't feel right to you? It just didn't feel right. Yeah, I just, and I hadn't done that any other time during the trip, but I, I wanted to check out something different and maybe treat myself to just a nicer meal. So I go across the street, which again... The fact that I even left the restaurant is crazy in terms of the story. So I leave the restaurant. I go to this new restaurant called Chives and incredible food, incredible service. And I'm sitting in there and I'm like, you know what? It's 10 o'clock at night. I haven't booked a hotel. So I'm trying to go onto my Expedia app 
and the service is so spotty because you're surrounded by a forest. And I just remember sitting there going, what am I going to do? I felt like I was at the end. My head was pounding. I had started coughing. Um, and I'm sitting in the back of this restaurant by myself on a Friday night. That's pretty much how the, the night went. And I remember I, I was able to get a little bit of service and all the hotels were booked. I mean, the entire peninsula. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there praying and... Planning to spend the night in your car. Planning to spend the night in my car, maybe <laughs> at the beach. I don't know. That's legal. <laughs> I'm just going to do it anyway. So I, uh, there was nothing. There was nothing. And so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just, I start praying and I go, okay, Lord, uh, what am I going to do? I, I don't know what to do. I, I give up. And God literally goes, Tiffany, stop. I'm going to provide for you. I mean, clear as day, this thought came through my head. And to be honest, I kind of laughed. I was like, okay, it's 10 o'clock on a Friday night in this restaurant in the middle of, you know, the small town with mo mainly tourists. Totally booked. Totally booked. Every, everything that could go wrong went wrong, right? And so I'm getting up to pay. And there's this couple sitting next to me, okay? Now, another amazing part about the story is they had moved from across the restaurant. And they're sitting there. And I get up to pay and they go, how was your burger? Just spark up a conversation with me. And they come ask me to sit down. They're like, you know what, why don't you join us? And you know, they start asking me questions and not even a minute into the conversation, they go, I know this is crazy, um, but we're business owners from Chicago. We're here on our anniversary honeymoon. We live just down the street right off of Lake Michigan, and we feel like we're supposed to open up our home to you. And wow. I was just like, what? You've wow. got to be kidding me. And it was one of those moments in life where I automatically started crying, just tears of joy. And I told them, I said, no, you have no idea. I was just sitting here praying, and, and God spoke to me, Tiffany, I'm going to provide for you. And a minute later, you're asking me um, to come join you and stay the night. And now most scenarios, I probably wouldn't have done that. But it, it was so clearly from the Lord that I saw his provision through it all. The fact that I had to meet this guy at the Super 8 Motel. I had to drive up the Door County Peninsula, bike 20 miles, be sick enough that I couldn't even make it back down to Sturgeon Bay to end up going to this restaurant that wasn't right, crossing the street, sitting down, having no Wi-Fi, no hotels available for this couple to move across the hotel, or the, sorry, the restaurant and asked me to stay at their home. And I'm like, go God, that's awesome. <laughs> and so I proceed to follow them to their, to their house, which was literally down the street. And I'm not kidding you, they live in this beautiful mansion off of Lake Michigan. And this is so like God, to take something and give you the best. And so I, I get in and you know, they're probably in their late 40s and they go, we're not old yet, so we want you to take the master suite. And I'm like, are you serious? What a shining example of the fact that God wants his best for his children. And so it really, it was really cool to just see that. And I got into their home and they started asking me these questions like, well, you said you, you heard from God. What does that mean? What does it look like? We, we have been asking these questions recently and we think that God sent you here to shed some light into that. Didn't you say they were looking for something in their life? Yeah. Yeah. They said they were like, this is exactly what we've been looking for. 
And the fact that you are here now in our home, that is way cool. And I feel like it just completely shifted their perspective of God. So God took two people, two situations completely different, and he blessed both people on both ends. And connected you, and you remain connected. Yeah, we're we're Facebook friends, and they actually said, hey, if you ever get married someday, you know, we want to open up our home, and you can stay here for free for your honeymoon. And I just thought, wow, what amazing people. And, and what an amazing God that I truly serve. And so it, it was a really positive thing despite everything going wrong. Totally. And, you know, some people listening to this might say, you know, Tiffany, that's great, but maybe I'm not a faith-filled person or, you know, we all have voices in our head. How do we know what yeah. we're hearing is, is, is faith-based and not just our own imagination? And, um, and so I think this is a great opportunity for you to tell the story of um, being on the treadmill at the gym, yeah. because um, what I'd really like to encourage our listeners who are hearing you is to wake up and mm. also to have um, openness and a sense of hearing things that are happening around us. So um, yeah. why don't you tell me that story? Yeah, absolutely. Tell our listeners that story. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you. Um, so... You know, really with the theme of waking up, I think to truly wake up, you have to rest up. And and I Mm. honestly mean that. I think that you have to isolate and find time to be alone. And whether or not uh, you believe in God or you don't, for me, I I love to just spend time listening to God and, and not speaking at him, but truly listening. And so I found that if you can do that in the quiet then you have to practice it. It's like, it's like a muscle. And so when you go out into the world, you can learn to be quiet in the midst of the busy world. And so I, I went into the gym one day and I'm running on the treadmill. You know, I, I just feel great because I, I think exercise is awesome. And I know Megan feels the same. <laughs> so I'm running and I, I just start praying. I go, okay, God, what's your heart for this gym? Who, who do you want me to pray for? What, what do you want to say today? And no kidding, he, he points my attention to this lady and she's in front of me she's on the elliptical and I go okay God what what do you what do you want me to pray about and he goes I want you to encourage her because she's lost somebody recently and I'm like whoa well okay how do I share that with her that's a lot of information that's not exactly something positive to go tell somebody and I go okay who 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 did she lose God and and he goes she lost her mom and I'm like well I better be obedient okay I'm gonna go you know and so I didn't even stop my treadmill I ran off of it like conveyor belt still going conveyor belt still going my headphones I ripped them out of my ear I left my phone there and uh, I know we're all attached to our phones but I left it there like hunting this lady down before (laughs) she leaves I hunted her down I said I'm I'm gonna leave my phone I'm gonna leave what I'm doing because this is more important. And let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Was there a moment when you said, what if I am making this up in my head? Or you were just Mm. so convicted you knew it was real? You know, this was probably the first time that I truly thought I really heard from God. Wow. And so I had all the doubt in the world. I was like, this this is insane. God, what you're asking me to do is insane. And I had this moment I had this choice before me. I could hesitate or I could do it and see what happens. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. I just listened to this great podcast about the five second rule. Mel Robbins, check it out. Uh, you have five seconds to either hesitate or not. And so I chose to just 
run and pursue her and pursue her and, and pursue something outside of myself. Mm. And, um, so I ran after her, I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, Hey ma'am, I, I know this may be crazy. That was my lead in. And I said, but I was sitting here praying. And now let me just say that if these words are from God, let him stick with you, let it resonate with you. But if, if they're not, let him fall away. And out of all the people in the gym, he directed my attention to you. And I asked him, God, what's your heart for this, for this woman? And what he told me was that you had lost somebody recently, but he wants to encourage you because he sees you. He sees you as his daughter and he loves you. And no kidding, she just starts bawling. And I wanted to know what was on her heart. And I think you, I think you have to ask good questions. And so mm. I, I dove in and I said, yeah, what's up? Tell me, tell me why are you crying? And she, no kidding, she goes, literally a year ago today, exactly one year ago today, I lost my mom. And I'm like, what? Wow. What? You know, and, and, and I thought about that, just that moment of uncertainty, that moment where I could have hesitated. And what if I had not chosen to run after her? She felt seen yeah. and supported. Yeah. And, and I think that just highlights on what Megan was talking about with being fully awake in a world that's dying. And, and what does that look like? And, and I think that we have to wake up to people around us. Megan brought up a great point tonight about just, you know, when you die, are, are, who's at your funeral? Who's at your funeral? Are you investing in people? Are, are you awake enough to realize the fact that you may not be investing in people? So that was just a, a really crazy, cool example of, wow, I want to I wanna wake up. I want to be alive in this you world. You certainly seem awake and alive. And I just want to highlight the fact that you had a very scary decision to make in that mm. moment of, you know, from looking like a fool to being totally off base to... Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a whole list of things, right? And yet you said, I feel like this is important enough. I'm going for it. Mm. And, you know, we've all heard the expression, you miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah. And, you know, I think we all just have to do, I know that you're right now really just looking for your next thing in life. Absolutely. And twice today, I saw you pursue something. You submitted a video for a job application and you emailed someone that I connected you with just immediately. No... Mm. analysis paralysis uh you know in bike racing we would always say hesitation is devastation and yeah i saw you twice today just pull the trigger and press go mm. like boom whereas some people i think just get stuck and what if and i don't know if it's right and i think part of it is just the doing and then the elimination like we talked about earlier yeah. what things are non-negotiable for me in my day i don't have to love mm. my job every day but if i feel like my talents aren't being utilized if I feel like I'm not swimming in my channel, I'm not answering the call yeah. of my life's purpose. So you mentioned earlier today that you had other stories like those two that you just shared with me. So if, mm -hmm. you, if you had to pick one more that would be illustrative of what you would encourage the listeners in terms of just listening and having your ears and your heart wide open, is there one more story that you mm. would tell? Yeah. Um, Man, there's <laughs> a lot. There's quite a few. I'm <laughs> racking my brain right now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I think that, um, 
this is another story of not hesitating. Perfect. And also, this is a story of sometimes in life, you might be asked to do something that's not comfortable, right? Just like my last example. But the ramifications are powerful. They're really, really, really powerful. And so this is another story of the gym. And I think, again, how your spirituality relates to your physical health and mental health. And we all we talked about this For earlier sure. today with balance. But um, so there's this guy at the gym. And again, you know, I'm sitting there and I just, I think the Lord wants to place people on your heart. I think that it's important to share and share with people around you. And so this is actually somebody that a story of not seeing the results right away, but continuing to press in anyway and continuing to invest in a person because they're worth it. And so there's this guy who he's considerably older. Okay. We'll probably just say like, you know, I don't even know. I don't want to give an age range, but he's older. And God told me again, I was just praying and he said, this man had an accident. And I want you to speak into the fact, I, I want you to ask him to already praise me for the healing. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, Lord. And now for anybody listening, you're like, okay, is God just like coming out saying this on a megaphone? Um, it was a very clear thought in my head, but it wasn't my own thought. And I knew that. Mm. And it kind of sounded like my voice, but it wasn't my thought. And so it was cool. I had to determine, okay, where did that thought come from? Which is a whole other topic yeah. of discussion. <laughs> The different thoughts in your head. And anyway, so I decided to pursue it. I'm like, I go up there and I start talking to this guy. And I said, God told me that you, you had an accident that you haven't recovered from. But the Lord wants to ask you to praise him for the healing already. And uh, no kidding. He opens his mouth and he goes... Seven years ago, I, I had a stroke and I've never recovered from it. And he goes, it's damaged my brain. It's damaged my relationship. It's, you know, damaged my family life. And he goes, honestly, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at my end. And uh, wow. he was like, I can't even believe you're saying this to me. And so I had another choice in that moment. I felt prompted. God was like, I want you to pray with him. And so, no kidding, I said, hey, do you, do you mind if I just pray with you? And so we sat there, we were in kind of the back corner of the gym and just prayed. And I, I just heard him out, just heard him out and said, all right, let, let's pray into that because that's important. And so I, I came home and I remember I just briefly had had a conversation with my dad in passing a few days later. And he asked me, he said, did you follow up with that guy? And I was like, no, I didn't. And he goes, I would challenge you to follow up and continue investing. This is your dad this saying this. This is my dad saying okay. this. And I'm like, that's, that's a really valid point. That kind of hit me to the core. It mm. resonated with me. And so I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't just from my dad, but I think it was, it was true wisdom. Mm. And so I, I went up to that guy. Like I saw him at the gym, I think a few days later. And no kidding. Um, <laughs> he literally, he goes, you know, I haven't healed yet, but I'm continuing to praise God. And God gave me another word. And he said, I, I want him to start journaling. 
And so I just, no kidding, this has been probably four or five conversations. And I have seen the morale of this guy, I mean, go through the roof. And it's incredible because the healing isn't there yet. The results aren't there yet. But he's taking that step to just, I want to heal. And I know God is is healing me. And so I'm going to praise him for it. Kind of praising him in the, the storm, so to speak. Sure. And so... You know, I, I think that we don't have to do everything with this expectation of return, with this expectation of results. And, and your maximum life doesn't have yeah. to look like this achievement results-driven world. Um, it can truly look like just pouring in and knowing that God's going to take care of the results or, again, whatever you believe, that those results will happen. And you may never see them. But to be encouraged that it's worth it. It's worth it to invest and it's worth it to be awake mm. in, um, in just this dying world. So I really, I really challenge you guys to, mm-hmm. to listen, to isolate, to get away, to hear and to think and journal and, and pray and, um, yeah, be willing to just not talk, but sit and be. That's really what I would say. And what I really hear from you, which is becoming another theme of this podcast is community and connection with other humans. Mm. And I spoke about this on my recording last night, which is that when we're so overscheduled and over busy, Mm. let's put Tiffany on the treadmill in a day that she is frantic. She has got to be somewhere in 20 minutes. She's got an hour to bang out a run and a workout. She cannot be bothered. She's jamming out to podcasts or listening to whatever, jamming on to-do lists in your head, churn, 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 burn, burn, burn. Next thing, running late, speeding, go, go, go. Yeah. It, there's no time and place in that headspace for you to ever have an inclination that you need to check on a human at the gym. Mm. And even if you're hearing the pull or the call to to get involved with another human, there's no place for that in that in yeah. that life, right? And so I think really part of what I hear you saying is you do have to slow down to be your best human self and to have the biggest impact. Absolutely. Because there's no time for you to connect with these two strangers in the gym or this couple in a restaurant. Can you imagine if you'd been, mm. what if they'd been? What if they'd been like, in their own world, in their own space, crunch to have dinner, crunch to get back to the house. They don't notice the sick young girl who's struggling in the back corner of a restaurant. Like, how many of those connections do you think people miss because they are so busy? Mm. Absolutely. And I I think even even if your faith aspect isn't there, that's not something you believe in. You know, that couple sitting next to me, that was, that wasn't really on their radar, but they, they listened to the fact that they needed to open their home to me. And just that willingness to, to listen and to take a scary step. The ramifications are huge. So um, I know you don't know the answer to this, so I'm not asking for a, um, a, a you know, this is a bit more rhetorical, but um, what, what does the future hold for Tiffany? What, hmm. what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? That's a great question. What marked, what's your legacy? Hmm. I mean, you're already touching lives. I mean, we're hearing about specific examples, but... Mm. You know, I really think what I want people to say is no matter what life threw at Tiffany, she had time for me. Ooh. And, and she knew me. She didn't just know about me. And I think that um, there's a huge difference. Do you truly know somebody or do you just know a couple things 
like their first name and what their job is. You know, let's be people that get out of the, you know, what do you want to do with your life or what do you, you know, what are you studying in school? And, and, and really ask people deeper questions. And so I think it comes back to good question asking. And also, like you said, clearing your schedule, which has not been easy. Let me tell you, I have, like Megan put it in a good way, I have fought for that balance mm-hmm. and fought for that time. But you know what? When you fight for that balance, people question you and they go, I yeah. want to know what's different. Right. And that speaks volume. You know, the fact that people, I can walk into the gym and they can go, I see your discipline. I see you in here every single day. I didn't open my word and say one thing about faith. They go, there's something different. Tell me. I want to know about your running techniques. And uh, actually, I, tell that story because yeah. I do. I do really love that story about yeah. your your running. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and you know, everybody that's a trainer, they're all wearing yellow shirts, okay? <laughs> and I'm just this ordinary person that's running on the treadmill. And this guy, no kidding, he stops me and he goes, "Please, tell me. I, I want to know. Like, I, I love the way you run." He goes, "I'm I'm training for this race and." Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like, I, I just noticed you. And I'm like, hmm. He's like, what, what's different? And I kind of got into the biomechanics of the foot and I was explaining some running techniques. But really what I hit on was, you know, you can work on your outside appearance till you're blue in the face. But I asked him, I said, what does your heart look like? What's the inside look mm. like? And are you taking care of, of that temple or your body? Or are you not? And, and people will be drawn to that. Simply put, like, if, if I want to know at the end of the day what people know about me or ask about me at my funeral or say about me is, um, man, Tiffany, she took care of herself. She was balanced. There was something different about her, and she invested in me. And, and, and her lifestyle spoke volumes over anything she ever said. And so, really, that's the kind of person that I want to be and that I think the world would benefit from more people um, pursuing that, you know, investing and taking time for yourself and resting and finding balance in this broken, chaotic, frantic world that will take that from you if you don't, like you said, fight for it. So, I could not have said that better myself. I'm I, there's we're going to. We're going to close it out right there. That's, that's so good. Um, one piece of advice, if you had to give it to someone who's struggling to find meaning, purpose, or faith, what would you say? Mm, that's a great question. I think something that's practical, and I like this because I think, I think practical means you're required to take action. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've mentioned this earlier, but journal. I would say that's my biggest... My biggest game changer, because if you write stuff down, first off, there's a power in that. You're, you're committing your thoughts to now be out there for the world. You're, you're exposing just some of those deep vulnerabilities. And you know what you can do? When I finish a journal, I go back and I read it. And I write all the ways that God answered prayers oh. and all the crazy cool results that happened. And I start linking one thing to the next. And pretty soon, you know what I am? I'm encouraged and I'm motivated because I go, wow, God really was working in my life and here's the fruit of it. And so I, I think that my biggest challenge to you is 
be open, be vulnerable, be raw in your journaling. Don't hold anything back. My inspiration is David in the Psalms, in the Bible. He, he showed every emotion to God. You know, he was angry, he was sad, he was happy, and his writing is beautiful. And I love it. And I think we should be that way in life in general is at the heart of it raw. And you're going to be surprised at where your life goes and what happens because of it. So mm. beautifully said, my amazing cousin. Mm. You're awesome, Megan. <laughs> Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. I can't wait to see where your journey takes you. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch it unfold. Me too. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Maximum Enthusiasm with Megan Hotman. Subscribe, check out our blog, and learn more at MaximumEnthusiasm.com.